All right, everyone. Before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Competing with friends in fantasy doesn't stop at the final whistle. And on Champions Round, you can take your fantasy game to the next level since they are the micro-fantasy sports platform. Champions Round is the only round-based fantasy sports game with four to six week long fantasy competitions. So they break up the season into small chunks, giving you more chances to draft the perfect team and of course, to win. You can do your mock drafts, play PPR, play with friends, with family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app right now and use code DQ when you download. This is very important. It's very important. Use code DQ when you download because if you do, you get $22 free. And that's $22 like the king, Derrick Henry. Download the Champions Round app on the App Store or Google Play Store to play today. All right. And now let's get into today's episode. up everybody it's your draft queens kate and michelle coming in with some friday energy this morning because the week is ending and fantasy football is near michelle but we have a lot of things to unpack because we had week one of fantasy happening this past week how are you feeling on this friday morning i feel wonderful I broke out my QB sneaky fantasy football jersey last weekend. And you know what, Kate? It got me the W in week one of fantasy. So I feel great. Congratulations. You know, I think I actually maybe sealed my own fate because I have a Julio Jones jersey and that really didn't work out for anybody. <laughs> so neither my uh, neither my actual team or my fantasy team. But um, I-, I think we, we need to get right into it because today... Today we usually we usually have just one thing to start the episode. Let's be honest. My just one thing with Kate today is fantasy football and week one. I want to talk about it. Um, how did your first week of fantasy go? How do you feel about that W and what happened? I feel great that I won, but I also feel winded and very exhausted from week one. I'm not going to lie to you. So my week kicked off. Bright and early, Thursday night football last week with the Bucks. I had Tommy Beans. He crushed it. Amazing first game. Um, also, just a fun game in general. I mean, came down to the wire. Like, an awesome game to just watch in general. But Tommy was a stud. Everyone could be a hater. I don't care. I was even hating myself when I first drafted him because I thought I drafted him too early. But you know what? So far, so good. It paid off. He had, let me see here, just so I get it right. He had 29 fantasy points for me. I mean, four touchdowns, 379 yards. Hell of a way to start on Thursday night for me. I also had C.D. Lamb in that game. Um, on the other side of the field. So I was kind of like watching a tennis match just back and forth. I was all about the offense. He scored a touchdown, had a bunch of catches, scored me another 20 points. So I was feeling pretty good as of Thursday night going into the weekend last week with already 50 points. So um, the week started out good. I had a decent Sunday. I'm not going to lie to you. Like not, I still won, but like it was a decent Sunday. I got to say, your Titans and Derrick Henry's performance just destroyed my life. I mean, my number one pick, just terrible. Mm. But then it gets to the most dramatic ending of all time with this Raiders 
and uh, Ravens Monday night football game last night, uh, last week was absolutely insane. I had Darren Waller. It was his 29th birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you for scoring a touchdown. You're amazing. He's crushing it for me. And at the same time, I am like neck and neck with my opponent in our league. Hi, Pardo. I know we have now turned you into a fantasy football maniac. You're welcome. But we're going down to the wire on Monday Night Football. My team had been, sorry, my team had been totally finished. I had Darren Waller in a different league. But in our DQ league, I was finished going into the Monday Night game. And I was barely barely winning like not by enough to make you feel comfortable and my opponent had uh a few guys playing (laughs) most notably his kicker Justin Tucker um and so like this game for those that didn't watch it you really missed out it was so back and forth these teams play like they're on like a sugar high I swear to god they don't breathe in between plays it's craziness it goes into overtime you think the Raiders win, they don't win, then then the Ravens get the ball back, and all I'm doing is sitting on my couch at like midnight, texting with you and Pardo, who I'm playing, and we're all just freaking out because this game is just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Is Justin Tucker going to kick the field goal? Are they going to win? What's going to happen? Honestly, the stress levels were very high. I won by less than one point. A W is a W. I will take it. But oh my goodness, Kate, that was my very long-winded way of saying week one for me was intense from Thursday all the way till Monday night. I got the full the full works last week. You know, okay, I I have to say, so my fantasy teams, I am in two leagues, RDQ League and then a second league. Uh, I was very grateful to be done with both leagues because I don't think by Monday Night Football and that performance, which was a ping-pong overtime matchup between winning, losing, winning, losing, winning. Now it's the Ravens. Now it's the Raiders. Now it's the Ravens. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think my my poor heart could have taken it. I think I would have just been deceased. I think I would have just died if I had my fantasy team going. It was definitely a lot, but I will say hell of a way to start the first week of fantasy. Literally in it. In it to win it for the entire four days worth from Thursday to Sunday. Pulling off a win. I don't care that it was less than one point. As I said, a W is a W. But, you know, I had some guys that really stood out. I had the Derrick Henrys of the world, the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of the world. that didn't do great for me. I'm hoping week two, you know, steps them up. I'm happy for the win. But my guys need to step up to the plate a little bit more this week. Yeah, and and I think for today's episode when we're talking about week two – um, there were a couple of interesting scares for some of our players that we're going to get into, you know, like there Lots were a lot, a lot of players who underperformed and a lot of players that overperformed, but we're going to get into all of it in the meat of this episode. I will say before we get into that, Michelle, that I too won one of my leagues. I lost in our league because we'll get into it, um, during the positional breakdowns and starts and sits, but I will say, uh, I also won my other league by one point after Ooh. a post-game point adjustment. Yeah. Oh, Mike. See, that was that was the other. So not only was I stressing until midnight on Monday night, I was still stressing on Tuesday and Wednesday because I was like, if they make one singular point change in my matchup, it's over. 
I lose. Right. If anything mm-hmm. gets adjusted for whatever reason, because it does happen, you know, I'm screwed. So I, I basically had to hold my breath for like three more days even after I thought I won. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, it was a wild first week, but what other way would we have it? You know, we're getting into uh, season season two of COVID, so there's all sorts of wacky shit that's about to happen. So this is just priming the pump for a really exciting and really wacky season. Um There are a number of things that are noteworthy to start with before we get into our start sit. Um, We have Raheem Mostert, who has a season-ending injury and is made of glass. This man cannot stay healthy. It's not possible. It's it's unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. I couldn't even believe the words when I read it on Sunday during the game. I was like, "You, that's a joke, right? There's just no way. It feels like a joke. This is happening already. Like, how is this happening already? He's out for the season. I mean, we talked him up last week. I thought he was the big star of the week. I thought he was coming back. I mean, this poor guy just can't catch a break. Like, at this point, sir, I don't even know. Just don't even bother. I mean, this poor guy. Like, just don't even come back next season because mm. it, it's it, he's going to do, like, more harm than good to himself in the long term. I don't know, man. I mean, I... That one was probably, of the injury updates that we have, that was probably the least surprising, but I was surprised it happened week one. There are some other big losses that we've had between Jerry Judy, Fitzmagic is out, uh, Michael Gallup is out for the next six to eight weeks, Zach Moss, like couple noteworthy injuries obviously but Raheem Mostert was somehow the least surprising of all because he's always hurt he's always hurt yeah it is that is a tragic letdown I mean god it's like deja vu for the for the 49ers but we you know we don't want this episode to be a downer but it is important to to let y'all know the uh, notable injuries you probably already know about them because these are not small names these are some pretty big names hopefully you've already made some lineup adjustments hopefully you have some IR spots on your in your league that you can utilize uh sucks to use them this early but you know what sometimes you got to do what you got to do that's absolutely right well stash some of those IRs if you do have an IR spot in your league know to use it But with those injuries noted, we have lots of folks that we think you should start in their place. So, Michelle, what do you think? Should we get into it? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's start with our start um, segment of Stardom Sinem. And... As always, for week two and beyond this entire season, our Stardom Sidem segment is presented by our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. And if you don't know Champions Round, you better open your phone up and check the app on your App Store or Google Play Store, because if you love fantasy sports, you're going to love Champions Round's four to six week micro fantasy sports app. You can download the app on the App Store or the Google Play Store and Especially for our listeners, you can use code DQ. Which code, Michelle? DQ. DQ. When you download the app. Why, you ask? You will get $22 free. And that is 22, like Derrick Henry, the king's number. So uh, go in there and make some free money. Um, So speaking of Derrick Henry, let's get into running backs. Um, The same applies Unfortunately, there were some running backs who did not perform last week, but the same advice we gave you for week one remains. Don't get spooked. 
continue to play your studs. I don't know, Michelle, do you agree? You have Derrick Henry on your team. I have Aaron Jones on my team. Do you feel spooked or do you feel like we we dig our heels in on playing our studs? Yeah, I mean, I think you still got to play your studs. There's no way I'm having Derrick Henry on my bench. I mean, look, this is the thing with Derrick Henry. You know, when they go to him, they go to him nonstop. When they don't, they don't, you know? And so it just happened to be they didn't really get the run game going last week. Um, I think they'll bounce back. Uh, in, in this week's game. And yeah, I mean, there's just no way you're putting some of these guys, you know, on the bench. Am I spooked? No. Was I disappointed? Yes. But he's still in your starting lineup. So, you know, for the for, for those top guys that didn't have huge, huge first weeks, no worries. You keep playing your studs. But I do think there's some other interesting names that maybe were, you know, sort of your RB2 or flex from last week. Now that we've seen these first games start to happen, you know, that these guys you might want to start plugging into your lineup. Yeah. Well, if you do have your studs, play them. We also have a number of other people who at least I think are worth flagging. Um, Let's go back to Raheem Mostert really quickly, because obviously if he is your stud, he's no longer on your team. Um, So picking up an RB2 to become RB1 for the 49ers uh, could be valuable if you still, for whatever reason, have a guy named Elijah Mitchell, Eli Mitchell. If he is still on your waivers, Go ahead and pick him up. He will be the RB1, I think, but there's also Jamichael Hasty and Trey Sermon. I mean, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I think this week he's definitely going to be the number one. Who knows how that's going to shake out long term in in, uh, in San Francisco? Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, as of week one, he was probably rostered in like 10% of leagues, if 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 not less, and he's probably you know snatched up everywhere at this point, given that um, you know Raheem is out. So if you snagged him, good for you. I would play him. Um, he could be a good stash, also depending on who else you've got. Uh, on your roster for uh, running backs this week. Yeah, and also some great trade ammo. If there are other teams in your league who don't have running backs, maybe like squirrel some away and make some trade offers as we get further into the season. But lots of strategic thinking there. Uh, Really the baseline being pick up Eli Mitchell if you need a running back. He may be available. Um, As may someone on the Ravens. I mean, after this Ravens game, I really don't know which way is up and which way is down. But... As we both know and talked about week one, um, still there is no RB1 that we intended to be the starting running back for the Ravens. Now we have Tyson Williams, who we talked about week one, Latavius Murray. There are two practice squad running backs who got lifted up to um, to the regular depth chart in their roster. Uh, I think the big takeaway is if you picked up Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman, um, they're probably not going to get any touches. So these other folks are maybe better to look at if you're looking for a running back or keep an eye on a running back to start uh, from the Ravens. So, Yeah, I mean, look, I had I had Tyson Williams in one of my leagues. Um, I snagged him right after the, the terrible Gus Bus news. He performed great last week. You know, it wasn't like a huge, huge game, but he looked strong. He knew the plays. He got in the end zone. Um, and look, this guy is... He, he, he feels this is his time to shine. So, yes, I understand they've picked up these other guys. Yes, Latavius Murray got some touches and probably will continue to rotate, you know, in and out with Tyson. Who knows what happens with Devonta and Le'Veon Bell. I don't even think the Ravens know the answer to that question. But the fact of the matter is Tyson was there through – you know, through all of training camp, he got in the end zone last week. I think Latavius Murray is a great, you know, second RB for that team. And I think they're going to share, you know, the carries until 
until they know who's the star and who knows when that's going to be. But I still see value in Tyson Williams. Um, I think he looked really strong last week. That's awesome. That's great. Well, I love to see that. And speaking of, uh, as speaking of folks that we picked up on the waivers after we heard the RB ones were sitting similar to Baltimore. Um, I also picked up Kenneth Gainwell this week who is the RB2 behind Miles Sanders on the Eagles. It was rumored as of the before game time week one that Boston Scott was going to be Miles Sanders number two. Uh, but Kenneth Gainwell actually got a number of touches, and um, I was kind of impressed with his what looked like his performance. Um, so I think it may only go up from there. I'd be curious to see how he performs. So that's kind of, it's kind of front of mind for me. Now they are playing San Francisco this week, which could fare fairly well. Um, but he had 11 and a half points and a half PPR last week. I thought that was super solid and I would keep an eye on him. If you're, uh, if you're looking for someone to pick up. Yeah, definitely worth keeping, keeping an eye on it. Not sure if it's a, if it's a hard and fast start for me, I think Jalen hurts also runs the ball a lot. So you got to be kind of careful with running backs, you know, on that team, but certainly one to, uh, to keep an eye on. Yeah. And maybe stash him and, or put him in your flex if you're, if you're hurting. Um, totally. Now who else is an absolute start for, for this week before we move to quarterbacks? I mean, I think a couple other starts, Kareem Hunt, you know, started out pretty strong yes. for Cleveland last week. I think he'll continue to be that way. God, he He's one of those guys rocks. I feel like I, he is. I He's, am obsessed with Kareem Hunt, I think. I think big, I love him. Big Kareem Hunt fan. Um, if you have him on your team, maybe you didn't start him last week. Maybe you did. If you did, he got in the end zone. That's awesome. Um, he is semi, you know, uh, touchdown dependent, but, you know, Cleveland scores touchdowns and they give it to him on that goal line when when Nick Chubb is tired or can't just bust it through. So um, keep Kareem Hunt in your lineups. Really like him again this week. Um, and Damian Harris for uh, New England. Um, I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit um, when the Cam news came up of, of how different this offense can run without a quarterback that is just going to take the ball and run. Um, and so I think Damian Harris had a great debut for the Patriots. Yes, I understand Patriots fans. He had a terrible fumble. I understand. But you know what? It's going to happen. Sometimes guys are going to fumble the ball. I think there's some writers out there that are freaking out. Oh, my God. Now he shouldn't be the starter. And they're naming these yeah. like third-string guys that should play ahead of him. It's like, okay, everybody calm down. He looked strong. He's their guy. Yes, I know he fumbled. That sucks. Terrible way to like, you know, go down or whatever. He's not bad. He's a good running back. Like, don't freak out. Don't like, he's a good running back. I think you start him this week. They're playing Miami. I like it. I like it too. I like it a lot. And there's been a lot of rumor mill around the Patriots. Just don't get spooked. Pick him up. Start him. Um, last start for me, which was my shocker, was the old man Melvin Gordon III. Uh, he, last week, was sitting on my bench and put up a hasty, not hasty at all, but a 20-point board is what he put up. 20 points. Um, nice. Melvin Gordon is looking like, he's looking like a starter, and he also is projected to put up 12 points this week. Great flex option to start when they're playing Jacksonville. I feel super good about that one. So that's pretty much, that's my, um, not real sleeper, but that was my surprising week one revelation. So maybe he stays hot. There you go. I dig that. Well, before we get into QBs, I will make my own self-correction. Damian Harris and the Patriots are not playing Miami this week. That was last week. They were playing the Jets. So all the more oh. reason 
he should be in your lineup. Apologies for the miss up there. But anyway, going into QBs, um, you're not going to hear me talk about QBs on the Jets that you should necessarily start quite yet. Um, but uh, a couple of fun names to throw out there in the QB space. Obviously, your studs are your studs. Play them. Hey, Jameis Winston, huge surprise first week. Everyone and their mother went and picked him up off the waivers. The guy looked great. Um, I think he really surprised everyone. And he didn't, I don't want to say he surprised it because we didn't think he was good. I know that he's good. I just didn't see him settling in as quickly as he did. Does that mean he can do it every single week? TBD, we'll see. But he came out really strong um, and and they, they put up an amazing game. And so many people snagged him off the waivers. He was definitely available in a lot of my leagues, you know, prior to week one. And uh, you know what? Now he's probably worth getting in your lineups. I think that's right. I was very, very surprisingly impressed. I hope that the heat continues. And there's a couple of players who we'll get into a little bit further down this episode uh, that contributed to that Saints success. But the Saints looking, feeling good. Uh, If you're in a pinch again, if Jameis isn't your flavor, um, I am struggling to recommend Baker Mayfield only because he doesn't put up a ton of points um, in a real, real pinch. If you need a quarterback, maybe look at him because they are putting up points. Um, but Baker, maybe, maybe not like the strongest quarterback. I don't know. I don't know. Depends on depends on how big of a pinch you're in. He could be a sleeper right. against uh, Houston this week. Uh, right. Another sneaky sleeper, Teddy Bridgewater. We've talked about him. I think he settled in really nicely in his first week uh, in Denver. Obviously, the Jerry Judy injury hurts them a little bit, but there's other guys that have stepped up to the plate, and there's other targets there for him. He looked really solid, um, and so I think he's one to keep an eye on. You know, this week, again, you're probably not – look, you're not at bye weeks yet, so you're not sitting your uh, your big starters, but um, if you're in a super flex and, and maybe you can even play – Two QBs, you know, get get Teddy B in there. Or if you just weren't thrilled with uh, with uh, who you had, you know, last week, but I think he's a, a good sleeper to look at, especially against um, Jacksonville. And then probably a stud. I would still I would say you're probably playing him anyway. But just a friendly reminder: um, Justin Herbert going against Dallas D. Um, for those that didn't watch, Tom lit the Dallas defense up. So. Um, Get Justin Herbert in your lineups this week, too. Yeah, if if you don't know who Justin Herbert is, you should. Because last year he was absolutely on fire, and he's starting off with a fiery year again this season. So definitely pick him up. Definitely start him. Um, I like all those starters. I think uh, leading us directly into wide receivers, who are a significant portion, especially for PPR, the success of those quarterbacks, um, I had like some some massive waiver movement this week, Michelle. I... Picked up a lot of people. I maybe got a little bit too cute. I don't really know. Um, But I picked up a lot of really exciting starters, uh, beginning with Nelson Aguilar, who of the wide receiving core, if you are on the waivers and looking for a starter, he is who I am most excited about, Um, mainly because, as you mentioned and corrected earlier, the Patriots are, A, looking Pretty good with Mac Jones. Uh, Maybe could hold the ball a little tighter, but looking pretty good with Mac Jones. And also, Nelson Aguilar put up big points last week, and he's going to put up big points playing the Jets. There's no defense from the Jets. There's no offense from the Jets, maybe. I mean, good luck, Zach Wilson, but I really like Nelson Aguilar. That's like my one big look look at wide receivers to start. Look at Nelson Aguilar. He's a big start in my book this week. 
Interesting. Interesting call. I dig it. Yeah, there was uh, there's some other good, you know, big names that that started off with a bang last week that I would plug into your lineups if you if you have them. Jamar Chase scored his first touchdown in his first game. I told you him and the Jim, him and the Joey B connection, I think is is something we expected to see. So it was awesome to see it in the first game. I think he'll continue to, you know, to grow and see see looks. So if you drafted Jamar Chase, he's a rookie. You kind of were out, you know, you were taking a little bit of a gamble, but so far so good. I think he'll continue to be, uh, you know, a go-to guy there in um, Cincinnati. And we haven't talked much about this game yet, but holy crap, the the Arizona Cardinals put up some major points. Oh boy, uh, lots of throwing. Kyler looked amazing. Kyler looked amazing. Um, obviously, you know, if you've got uh, Hopkins, he's in your lineup. But Christian Kirk starting to uh, perk up again. Again, these guys played together back in the day. He's got some wheels. He gets those long balls. He's semi-long ball dependent, I understand. But you know what? Kyler's looking for him. They throw the ball a lot. Um, Christian Kirk, good pickup. Maybe a good flex play this week as well. Yeah, I think he's a great flex play. I And I would also mention that against the Vikings this week, his – his uh, strength of schedule only gets more difficult as things go forward. Um, but he still performed really well against the Titans, and the Titans have a pretty decent defense. Um, so looking forward, the Cardinals have Minnesota, Jacksonville, the Rams, 49ers. So he'll have a tougher time, I feel like, consistently. That being said, he performed under pressure already. I think he's a great pickup, and he's a great start, especially in your flex. Cool. Who else you got? Those are those are my kind of key callouts. Any anyone else for uh, the wide receiver position? Well, I just I got a little cute this week. I don't know if I should have picked up Tim Patrick or Terrace Marshall on Carolina and uh, Tim Patrick on on the Broncos. I don't know. I don't. I think I got it's a not, little bit too cute. They're not terrible pickups, but I think you're getting too cute too early. That's yeah, all I will I think, say. I think too you're cute, right. Too cute too early. Maybe this is just a PSA rather than a recommendation <laughs> to he, you know, we talked about, I'm not going to mention the P, P, the P word pants saying that I've been saying in other episodes. <laughs> but Oh my God, she can't get off of it, ladies and gentlemen. But you she know what I'm can't. talking about? When you get that jittery feeling and you're looking at the waivers and you're like, I got to get my claims yes. in. Like, I know exactly what yes. I want to do. But also, like, why am I doing this? Why can't I just wait to see how my lineup shakes out this week? I don't know. I lost in our league and I felt like I needed to shake it up. Because I didn't, not only did I lose by, a, like, I lost by a bunch of, a, a couple points. Here- Here's what I'll say. You're getting, I think you're getting too cute too early, so just beware. The other thing is, yes, I know that weird, creepy feeling that you get when you look at the waiver wires and you don't want someone else to get someone. Yes. The last thing I will say is our league, our DQ league, it's, we really have like a very small amount of players that we play, right? You're playing a QB, you're playing two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end and a flex. It's a pretty short, it's a, it's a pretty small field that you've got to, you know, put in right. every week in That's our right. league. So what I will say is you have some room on your bench, which is good, but you know, to hold some of these guys or stash some of these guys, but, but don't get too cute, Kate. Don't get too cute. I know it's a warning. This is a warning signal for me because I think I'm jumping around too much. But anyway, this is not the Kate's lineup show. This is the start sit show for our wonderful listeners. So let's move on. Just be wary of the wide receivers. Um, let's, let's talk about tight ends. Let's talk about tight ends. Should we just stick to the, well, who do you want to start? Who will you start this week or who are you looking at? 
So you were just talking about Tim Patrick. Maybe maybe you start him, maybe you don't. Maybe he's a stash. But the Jerry Judy injury definitely, you know, hits the Broncos a little bit. I like Noah Fant uh, on the tight end perspective. I think his volume will increase now that Jerry Judy is out. I realize there's other wide receivers on the Broncos who will receive looks as well. But Noah Fant is a household name. He and Teddy already hitting the ground running. I really like him um, in general, and I think he'll only continue to find more, you know, strides in chemistry um, with, like I said, with Jerry Judy, that's one one less target there. Um, and so that makes Noah Fant, you know, that much more interesting for me this week. Yeah. Okay, that's a good pick. Um, I'm going to stick on the same train that I've been on, and I am rolling right now just following a Patriots bandwagon. But I really like Johnny Smith. Even though he had a little bit of butterfingers in week one, you know that Bill Belichick is not going to allow that for week two. It is not allowed that you drop the ball. Um, I think the only thing that saved him is he did a literal 360 flip in air and lost the ball that way. But I think Johnny is a solid start. He is going to put up seven points. That is what he's going to do. And you put him right there and you will get those seven points. So my vote is Johnny Smith this week. I got to say, you're obviously playing this guy, but it's just worth mentioning. Darren Waller is just a machine. He's I mean, incredible. after watching After watching that game, they throw the ball a lot. Derek Carr throws the ball a lot. They don't have that strong of a run game. Yes, I know Josh Jacobs scored, but that doesn't make him a great running back. But they throw the ball a lot, and it's very fast-paced the way that they play. And I swear to I swear to God, I feel like every time I looked up, it was like, and a pass to Waller, and a pass to Waller. Oh, and a pass to Waller. Now, his percentage, he didn't catch everything, but he caught enough. He scored a touchdown. He's huge. He's a machine. They throw the ball a lot. Obviously, if you have Waller, you're playing him. Congratulations. I think he's going to be a stud for you all season. I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, shall we move on and round out our start segment with our defenses? Who you got? We should. We should. So... I would say that it's kind of early in the season to start streaming Ds, but it's also kind of not. I have Baltimore D in uh, one of my leagues. They have a very rough matchup this week against KC. So I'm streaming Cleveland because Cleveland's got a really great defense. I have no idea how they were on the waivers. I really lucked out there. And they're playing Houston. Houston, you say, okay, of course, they had a pretty decent week last week. I don't think that's sustainable. I think Cleveland D is really good. Great Tyrod had a, a a good first week, but I don't know that that's sustainable. And I think Cleveland D is really strong, so I'm uh, I'm streaming Cleveland D this week. And uh, I don't I don't I don't like to let the projections get me too excited, but I'm projected to get 25 points from them this week. So that would be a hell of a week if that streamed out. 25 points? Is that possible? It is in this league. Huh. Okay. Well, that will be a fun exciting turn of events um my start for defense this week is the obvious one start the cardinals damn it start the cardinals d they look so good and that's like the first time i've said that in five years that the cardinals d looks really really good uh they did week one and week two they're playing the minnesota vikings um which i think will be a pretty good matchup for them i think that they'll show up so if you have the Cardinals, keep them. If they're available on your waivers, stream them and play them. It's as simple as that, people. I think that kind of rounds out our start stardoms. What do you think? Should we get to, like, the bed shitters? Let's get to the bad ones. Let's get to the people who really shit the bed, and I'm a little wary about starting with the most important position on the field, in my opinion, 
Our running backs. Um, same. I really, Michelle, I have the same feeling as before, but there are a couple folks that obviously spooked me. Um, Zeke, Saquon, Aaron Jones owners, Derrick Henry owners. Don't panic. We got this. Stay, I'm pa- stay, stay the course, Michelle. I know, I know you're panicking. I know you have Derrick Henry. I too am panicking with Aaron Jones. I know Saquon and Zeke owners are sitting there saying, "Oh, I'm nervous," but stay with us. Stay with these folks. They're gonna do it. I'm not panicking over Derrick Henry. If I had Saquon, I would be panicking. I, I, I don't. I'm. I, I that he makes me. He's making me real nervous. If if he's one of mine. Uh, the Cowboys put up a hell of a game. There was a lot of offense, but Zeke was not a part of it. Um, sure, you're probably not sitting them, but man, I'd be looking at that one real hard. One more week. Week three, we'll report back again, but we said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. Don't get cute. Stay the course. We will see what week three holds. Now, I have a lot of confidence in Derrick Henry. I have a lot of confidence in Aaron Jones. Uh, I even, again, I have some confidence in Zeke. Uh, after watching Hard Knocks, but yeah, I'm with you for Saquon. I I think do not sit them as much as you want to is the thing for running backs this week. Yeah, you may. Yeah, I mean, look, we're talking about Saquon. We're recording this on a Thursday. You're listening on a Friday, so you you will already know the fate of Saquon in week two. It's just going to be tough. It's the injury that he sustained is is pretty significant. It means that there's probably going to be less volume for him. They're not going to, you know, kind of hammer him the way that they have in the past. He's he is in large part like the franchise. You know, they can't they can't afford to hammer this guy early and have him get hurt again. So that's the other piece that makes me nervous. But as you're listening to this, you will already know what happened to Saquon in week two. God bless you. Yeah, and also though, but wait a second. If you have Saquon or Zeke in your league, you didn't listen to our draft episode. So you deserve (laughs) this. You deserve this, Zeke owners and Saquon owners. You know better to have drafted them. But now that you have them, you're stuck. So go ahead and play them. Go ahead and play them this week. We'll see what next week holds. Um, guys, guys, you definitely did not draft. Let's, uh, let's go over to, uh, to the QBs. You definitely didn't draft Tyrod Taylor and Tyrod Taylor definitely had a pretty good week last week. Here's my personal opinion. I don't think this sustains. I don't think there's enough going on in Houston that's that's strong enough to keep this going on. I think Houston shocked everyone last week. Probably they shocked themselves too. Um, I don't think the the performance that Tyrod put up is is sustainable. They have a tough matchup this week. You might be getting a little cute and streaming him and trying to put him in your lineup. I don't think that's a smart decision this week, if, mm. if you're asking my opinion. Yeah, I, don't, I would agree. That's probably why he's available in a lot of leagues. Um, I would say... I would say that's right. <laughs> um, speaking of which, don't get... Don't get lured into if you know if you are a new fantasy player and you haven't listened to our show before because I know there are many new listeners listening um also don't get up, get caught up in some of the bigger names that you think should be performing like an Andy Dalton um he is literally the butt of the joke and uh looks like Justin Fields will probably creep his way into being the starter so don't get surprised by Andy Dalton not being not being the starter uh, for too much longer. I just, um, he's the butt of the, sh- the joke, Michelle. Andy Dalton, he's I'm get- laughing him off yeah. the stage. I'm about to give him the cane. 
He's going to be the butt of the joke for a while. Justin Fields ran one in. He's, you know, he's standing there just waiting for his shot. Um, so you're definitely sitting Andy Dalton, and I love Justin Fields as a stash. Um, I was bullish on Trevor Lawrence last week. He didn't look great, so you're maybe not wanting to start him this week. I could totally understand that. Uh, Matt Ryan and the Falcons, not high on that team, and they're playing Tampa Bay. Yikes. If I have Matt Ryan, I'm not playing him this week. That's for sure. Matt Ryan is like all all over the internet right now. People are like, start him, start him, start him. I, I no just way. disagree. I just fundamentally disagree. I mean, they're playing the Bucks this week? Is that what you just said? Yeah. They're yeah, playing the Bucks. Him. The meme that I keep seeing is, is Matt Ryan just face first on the ground. So like that alone tells me I don't want to start him. So sorry, Matt Ryan. I know you've been at this for a long time. You are a great quarterback. I don't like you in fantasy, and I don't like you against Tampa Bay this week. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, and and to round out quarterbacks, I mean, I, I do want to end on the same note for quarterbacks as we did for running backs, but just don't get spooked by your RB1s that you drafted first. Don't get spooked by Aaron Rodgers yet. Don't get spooked by Ryan Tannehill yet. If you have these pickups, they just didn't have good games across the board. The whole team didn't look good. So hang on for one more week, and we will advise in week three. But I would not sit Aaron Rodgers. I would not sit Ryan Tannehill. Um, start them. Start them as normal. This is the sit section, Kate. You need to give the people some sits. I just am worried that people are going to sit folks that they should be starting. You know what I mean? Like... I just got to say it. For, okay, let's talk about people to sit, shall we? Um, I have a lot of <laughs> running backs because I've been tinkering a lot um, that I am contemplating sitting. Um, my Here's my question for you, Michelle. Okay. I, I am so torn up about this one, and you cannot be biased. You're not allowed because you're my co-host, not just my opponent. You're my co-host. You got to give me the real business. I cannot decide if I should start or sit Corey Davis. I have Corey Davis in a sit situation this week. I think playing the Patriots, they're going to they're going to isolate on him. He was the sort of, you know, guy that that stood out, you know, for for the Jets in his debut there. I think he looked good. So good on him last week, but I think Bill Belichick's going to see that and he's going to squash it and it's going to make it really tough for Corey Davis to have a, a decent week this week. Oh, he just had such a good week last week. And it hurts though because Corey Davis, I guess the Probably the vote for sit is this, is Corey Davis goes super high when he goes high and he goes super low when he goes low. Like he has a, he has a pretty high ceiling, but he's got a pretty low, if not goose egg floor. So I, I, I think this matchup is what makes that answer for you. I, I think, I think the, the Patriots are just going to zone in on him. They're, they're going to rough around, you know, Zach Wilson. And I think it's just going to be, you know, tough for them to, to, to have success. Okay. So you say sit. I do. I do. All right. Well, that's going to hurt my heart, but I'll, I'll probably bench him as will (laughs) I bench Michael Pittman Jr. What are you doing, sir? What are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, started him last week, really regretted it. I am sitting him this week because he deserves it. Okay, wow. Taking it out. Speaking of guys that maybe deserve it, like, do you sit Julio Jones this week? Because that was a massacre, (laughs) and they're playing against Seattle, and I just didn't feel like he was the Julio that I was hoping to see in the first week. 
I would be contradicting myself if I didn't say just hold the line with him one more week, you know? Like, I do feel that that was an extra bad game from some really good teams. Like, the Titans had a really bad week. The Packers had a really bad week. There are some teams that just had really horrible weeks. So, for that one, I would probably say start, but I don't know. What do you think? I think he's kind of – look, If you're, I don't think he's in your wide receiver one or two. I don't think he's a must start. I think he could be a flex option. But if you've got guys that have better matchups and had a better first week, that might be the direction that, that you mm-hmm. want to, to take, yeah. you know? Yeah. An, a, another one, we didn't see him play last week, and I do still think it's a sit this week, but it could be one worth stashing. Will Fuller on uh, Miami is coming back. Again, he did not play last week. I do not think you should play him this week against Buffalo. I'm simply bringing it up because he could be a good stash and is making you know the, uh, the return to the field. So keep an eye on that one. I don't think he's worth putting in this week, but um, uh, spoiler alert to me, that could be a good stash for uh, the mm. future. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, okay, let's keep moving right along here. I know we are um, just about at the end for our week two coverage, but I do think that tight ends are super interesting right now. Um, Dude, should we you know, start with the obvious? Should we start with Mike Gesicki here? Yeah, I mean, I had him as a start last week. I honestly thought with the aforementioned Will Fuller not playing in Miami that this guy was going to get more looks. He didn't. He did not have a good week. I don't like him this week. So I've I've taken a full 180 on uh, on Mike this week, and I had him as a start, and now I have him as a sit. So mm. all the... All all it takes one week, and you just you know he 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 had the opportunity to get the looks, and it just wasn't there. So I I think you know Miami needs to do a little uh, a little gut check. So correct me if I'm wrong here. Am I reading this wrong? Did he have zero points last week? Zero. That sounds about right to me. I don't have it in front of me, but that sounds about right. I'm looking at the points on my phone, well, then, and then there, there is a that's big your, fucking that's zero. Your answer. I'm just triple checking because he has <laughs> he has skyrocketed down the rankings. He is now ranked eight. Oh my god, he is ranked real low with zero fantasy points last week, and they are playing the Buffalo Bills this week. It's not going to get better, kids. Just do not play him. Sit him. Sit him. Sit him. Um, one that we're. I mean, this is kind of like the direct opposite of last week when we were talking week one. Um, how do you feel about Robert Tanyan after that poor showing from the, uh, from our dear friends, the Packers? Yeah, he's scary. It scares me because Aaron needs to wake up. I swear to God, it looked like he was on vacation on the field. Um, I saw a pregame interview where Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, I could have retired, but I didn't. And I'm like, oh, that's a way to really got your head in the game there, don't you, buddy? So uh, clearly he didn't last week. It was a really poor showing, which therefore made Tunyon's uh, showing very poor as well. Here's the thing. If he's your only guy, stick with it because there's probably not anyone on the waiver wire that's that much better, you know, than than you're splitting hairs at this point. Uh, I think if you do have, if you are carrying two tight ends, I'm probably sitting Tunyon. If you're only carrying one, don't get cute because there's probably no one on the waiver, but man, Aaron Rodgers, wake the F up, please, for all of us. Yeah, I agree. Um, at least we were blessed with a hilarious meme, so. <laughs> Dude, he is looks he like okay? he's a thousand years old. Like, what is the deal? I don't know. I think, you know, we have our own opinions on Aaron Rodgers, but I'll save it for another show. Uh, 
Last last question what? for you though, before we move on yeah. to defense. Um I saw you picked up Jawan Johnson, is that right? Who's like half wide receiver, half tight end. Was that you? I did it and I that I did it because I got the scaries and then I realized that was a stupid decision and I dropped him. So okay. I did the waiver I did the waiver wire thing like you were saying before and I was like, I should get this guy because yeah. And then I was like, this is stupid. I don't need to do this. Dropping it. Don't, gotcha. don't need to be doing that. Too I got cute. you. Okay. So that is also a too cute and please sit moment. I almost did the same thing you did. And then I held back. So too cute. Too do cute. not start Juwan Johnson. Not this week. Not this week. Okay. That's it for tight ends. Let's talk defense. Who are you sitting? I think you already alluded to one. I did. I alluded to this. Uh, I, 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 the Ravens against Casey. I just think it's going to be a shootout. The Ravens D is great if you have the ability to hold on to them, but just not play them this week. That's the look. Um, because you, Patrick Mahomes, like, need I say anything more? It's going to be. There's going to be tons of points. Um, and so you know, I, I, I'm not rolling with the Ravens this week. That's fair. I don't have a sit because I didn't do research on who to sit for defense because I'm totally happy with my (laughs) sitting on my defenses who I am starting. So I don't really know what to recommend. Sorry, everyone. Just stream a just stream a good defense. That's it. Drop bad ones. There you go. There's the advice. There's the tweet. There you go. Uh, I mean, anything, any parting words? I feel like we've covered a a lot of turf right now. I've got one parting word. how silly of me to think that you didn't have one. I always have a word, so here goes a bunch. Um, <laughs> week two waiver wire pickups. If like you do want to get cute in a good way, pick up Devontae Parker or Jalen Waddle. They looked so fucking good week one. I think somebody's going to go off this season who are not expecting from the Dolphins. So my uh, my sneaky stashes would be Devontae Parker or, and or, or, or Jalen Waddle. That's my parting word. All right. I like it. We love a good sneaky stash. Yes, we do. Now, do you have any parting words before we sign off here and say goodbye to our wonderful listeners? No, man. We are good for week two as as far as I am concerned. All right, everyone. Well, Michelle said it. That's the word. We're signing off for uh, for the end of week two coverage for Stardom Sidem. Enjoy your rest of your weekend with Sunday and Monday football. We will talk to you on Monday for our regular The Huddle at 8 a.m. Eastern. And as always, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at the Draft Queens on Instagram at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. We're doing constant coverage of all of this stuff. So as there are developments, follow us. We have breaking news for different players and who you should pick up in, in real time over the weekend. So we will see you next week. Have a great fantasy week too. Uh, and tighten up, baby. We got to get better. Tighten the fuck up. <laughs>